okay so to start this off uh when this episode comes out it's gonna be uh almost a month since uh, no actually no or just about a month since the last episode and uh i'm just gonna say that's pretty much my fault mostly because uh work has not been very kind to me this past month and i'm very very tired and we've delayed the recording of this episode a lot so uh with that welcome to episode three. Oh, hi yeah hey it's rashad again uh like every episode and i'm partially to blame too uh and neither of us have like kind of uh, been <laughs> in the right mood to do it f- uh, for a little while. Uh, but this episode's a little special. Uh, we got our longtime friend. Uh, his name is Nick here with us. We're just going to ask him some questions and, you know, just chill like we always do on a casual basis. But we thought we'd ha- have him as a guest this week uh, just for fun. So this is Nick. Nick, say hello. Hi, what's up? All right. Um, so I, I don't like stupid generic and like vague questions but that's exactly what i'm going to ask you uh at the beginning of this gonna fucking interrogate uh, we, you, dude. yeah we, we have we have uh, a lot of shit lined up for you so get ready but um the, the first one's like really basic like i said uh i just we just kind of want to ask you how your life has been this year you can answer that in a lot of different ways whether it's been like uh exploring different creative interests uh trying to find um like kind of uh things to keep yourself like motivated to uh to continue you know with the pandemic and all that shit or you can just talk about work like really answer that however you want just share some stuff about your life this year it could be anything bro but don't talk too much about work because uh, that was a bit uh we we talked a little bit too much about work last episode uh, yeah uh i mean overall i i personally have always believed that i don't really have much to much to complain about i mean you guys know like uh, if i'm ever talking to you i never really have much to uh, much to complain about because i uh i think the biggest thing that i try to focus on when it comes to like my day-to-day life is just to appreciate the little things like uh as you said like it, it would be a little eh to talk about work too much but i don't have too much to say about work it's just that you know i thought my job has been pretty normal and i think it goes pretty smoothly um this year for me overall has pretty much been like any other year and that's not to say it's boring but just to say that uh it's just been the same as in i try to go at it with the same mindset that I, I appreciate a lot of the stuff I have throughout my, uh, you know, in my day-to-day life. It's a little stuff that I, I guess some people tend to maybe not overlook, but, you know, they wouldn't really go out of the way to say, they appreci- to say that they appreciate it. Like, um, you know, my job, sure, yeah, I, I appreciate it for that. Uh, I'm thankful to have, like, a, a caring family and to have all the stuff that I have, like, to keep myself entertained, like, at, at home, like, when it comes to, you know, me having a computer. Like, the fact that I'm able to have that, I think... Uh, I, I personally do feel a little lucky, and you know I got oh, g- same. got guys like you that I get to talk to every day, which is pretty nice, you know. And I uh, never really thought about being lonely or anything, but thankfully I have you guys to keep me away from stuff like that. So damn, bro, like two minutes in, I'm about to I'm about to fucking tear up, man. You need to tell me your what life isn't in shambles. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was expecting you to say some depressing shit. But that was like really, uh, like really uplifting. Well, it's that's kind of lame. I'm I'm a little disappointed, but uh, yeah, everyone's kind of. Everyone's kind of been affected by this pandemic in a, in a negative way, and everyone looks at it differently. But I, I definitely think that that's the important thing to go into, whether it comes to big or small things that are disappointing or definitely not positive. Uh, it's to just mm-hmm. squeeze what you can out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I, I share a lot of common ground with you in that, um, like, I, sometimes I, <laughs> I think about all this shit I have at my fingertips. Like, I have a, a, a pretty, pretty damn good, like, PC, and I have, like, consoles and i have a shit ton of games to play so like if i'm actually bored i have so much stuff to keep myself going so i I think about that a lot like a lot of people don't have uh the resources i have to just uh like pass time which i am thankful for uh but it doesn't mean i should just 
sit here and play games all the fucking time. But either way, I'm, I'm thankful to like, you know, have these things uh, here whenever I want to use them. Uh, but I also kind of wanted to uh, tie that question into uh, more of a subject of like passion and um, like kind of doing something you really like really, really enjoy doing, whether it's something you've done since you're a kid or are revisiting or you know whatever and for you it's obviously drawing i kind of just want uh wanted to hear a little bit more about your experience of drawing because you did tell me uh a bit before that you drew a lot uh as a kid and then you kind of not stopped caring about it but you kind of stepped away from it for a little while and you're just now getting uh, active with it again so uh like how, how's drawing for you now is it like is there a specific reason uh you got back into it uh like this year uh, uh specifically or is like how's that work? Yeah, so like uh, as a kid, like uh, around like around the time that I was like uh, I don't know like five or six, I, I definitely like uh, throughout elementary school, I had a lot of friends that just pointed out to me. They were like, it'd just be like, hey, you're really good at drawing. It would be like my family or uh, adults that I would see at school or whatever. And I never really paid much attention to it. I was a kid who would like just doodle. Uh, I normally had a reference, and I guess that growing up, I was just really good at. Uh, translating that reference onto the paper in front of me so it would just look accurate uh but th i guess that's what sort of got me into it and you know growing up i just never stopped you know if i liked a cartoon or a tv show or a movie i would just draw stuff from that uh and i did take a break from it around the time that i got into like high school not on purpose it was just something that i just didn't really do just didn't really get around to mm -hmm. uh, i would be on and off with it a lot and i would uh uh, do the same things just I did as a kid, like uh, just draw like from random shows that I watched, and then uh, around the time that I actually got that you nerds got me into watching anime is when I started drawing like a lot of <laughs> characters like that again. Uh, and you guys know every time I would tweet them, you know wh what would what would Vincent or my or like anybody on Twitter say? What would they reply with? Oh wait, when you when you what posted a drawing or yeah, what, they would reply with go digital. Or something. Oh yeah, and they, they <laughs> especially that that just went over my head. Like I knew they said that, but I I didn't think of that as an answer. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it's been forever since like since those days already. Even though it's yeah, only been like same. a few months. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like I feel like you've been doing digital for so long, even though it's only been like since like like what May or some shit. Yeah, that really, feels I, like it. I think it's really just because of how fast you improved. Perhaps, yeah, and I, I it's um. Yeah, especially, I mean, and that might just have to do with the nature of this year, with just how everything just seems like a drag, you know? But, yeah. Um, so, I, I would just do it super casually. I never honestly thought, I mean, when I was a kid, I thought about doing something, like, a, obviously that's super long-term to say you're going to do something with a profession when you're a kid, right? And then, growing up, everyone always thought I was going to do something that had to do with art. Uh, but, you guys know that, like, throughout high school i was like a physics nerd and i always wanted to do something related to physics or mathematics and that was like a double major plan i had yeah. but um when they would say stuff like you should go digital or you should take this stuff more seriously i never really thought about it i was just like oh thanks i appreciate it but i don't really plan to do anything with that but then uh you know people like uh you know vincent and us like we just got to talking and you guys would show me stuff and talk about how easy it would be and how much fun it would be uh for me to do art that way and then i was like okay well I guess I'll just, you know, I've got nothing else to do. I could buy a tablet, a relatively cheap tablet, and just start doing it. And then I got it, and then it was it was actually a lot of fun. And, I, I you know, obviously I love it. And, you know, obviously a couple months ago I dropped, you know, an unbelievable amount of money on this tablet. That oh, I have right yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, now I actually have decided to take this seriously. And, Leo, I'm sure you remember that you're actually kind of the reason that I have decided to do a lot more with this. Oh, yes, because our, mine our Minecraft chat. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how we just started 
you know, go- like we were just goofing around that night and call. I'm upset. I was absent for that. Yeah, it it just got to a pretty deep like conversation about like you know stuff that we want to do and how we want to make ourselves happy, and uh, I pondered about it that night and I was like, do I really want to do something w- that's like physics related? And it was like obviously you can, and you know sure I, I could because I was good at it and you know I was you know considered by most people pretty smart and I they people could definitely see me like if you went to people that I knew and you told them that I would try to earn a PhD in physics they'd be like oh yeah that's Nick's thing like I could definitely see him doing that um uh that 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 that's what they would say they probably wouldn't really just because I took a break from it they wouldn't expect me to do anything art related but and then I, I I just got to thinking about it and I was like yeah I could definitely see myself I. The main thing was that I couldn't see myself doing something physics related forever. So I was like, yeah, I like it as a hobby, but I'm not sure if I can make myself uh, into something with it. But then when mm-hmm. I pictured myself doing art, that definitely seemed like something that I could blow up with because that tends to have more of a cultural impact. And that's something that I always wanted growing up was just to leave a good impact. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people um, uh, kind of don't really think about how a hobby can translate into uh, like a career or uh, like a, a really like a passion in a much bigger way and i feel like now because uh, i hate saying because of the pandemic or whatever but i mean it kind of is like a lot of people are just kind of stuck with what they have and they're realizing their little hobbies and things they do fun uh every now for fun every like now and then are like it could be their passion and i feel like maybe that has a little bit to do with uh, your drawing thing uh maybe when you don't like you might not realize it uh but now i feel like everybody's home more than they uh, have been and that might have just given you that little boost to uh do something creative so mm-hmm. uh, but it's pretty cool and i just have this like terrible thought in my head we're gonna finish recording this and nick is gonna be like oh i, I pressed the wrong button i don't have oh my recording but no, to, to add on what you were saying uh that's one thing like out of, out of all things out of this horrible pandemic there's one thing i have to thank it for is allowing me to like or giving me the opportunity to put my life into perspective into a different perspective because this year I had a complete mindset overhaul. Because like before this year I had legit no fucking idea of what I wanted to do with my life, and I started like my YouTube channel like on a whim. I was just like, okay, I I just started that when I was looking for jobs back when it was like 2018. I was like, I need something to keep me occupied, so I did that, and I never really thought anything about it. And then <clears throat> I left it kind of sit dormant for like a year, and then when this pandemic hit and I couldn't do anything, I couldn't go anywhere. I was like, shit, what am I what am I gonna do, man? Like. Like, I got to think about my future because sitting here is just, you know, I, I overthink a lot. So, okay. So I sat there and thought, so, I mean, I mean, obviously you guys know that I've been a writer like my whole life. That was something that, uh, that I did when I was very young Yeah, and I was, I was regarded as pretty good at it. And, yeah. uh, when I was a kid, it's the same story as you, Nick. Like I kind of thought that it was going to be like something that I was going to do later down the, in the line, later down the line of my life. And I thought it was going to be like my job. Mm-hmm. And then when I hit high school, I kind of just lost all motivation for it, like, completely. And, uh, for, like, the past two years, I've kind of struggled with, like, trying to get back into it. And this year is the year when I realized, like, man, I, I think that's what I want to do. Because I feel like, because what I, what I want to do is I want to make content that, like, reaches people and, like, impacts them positively. And yeah, that I was the biggest like... thing for me. Like, just wanting to, you know, because you know, you've learned like the different mediums that we're into like anime is probably the biggest example it's probably the biggest example like the impact that i can leave on you as a person it's it's crazy so when you can do when you have the power to do stuff like that and you realize it it's great yeah yeah i feel like i don't say this stuff uh, as much as i as i should but like nick the seeing how like you were always like from, from the first art piece i saw from you i thought it was just really good because i think a lot of, like a lot of what people are able to do with the, the 
uh, pencil and paper is just super impressive. Like seeing your old uh, anime. I think was it you who would uh, draw those anime characters like even before like you watched anime? Am I am I thinking yeah. the same person? Like uh, you would draw like uh, Goku and uh, yeah. like uh, yeah. So I I saw those and I thought they were, those were cool as fuck. I was like it's so cool and I still think they are. Uh, but like just seeing where uh how far you came from that to where you are now, especially with the digital shit, is like super super impressive. Like I I think you've come a long way in such a short amount of time and it's it's really impressive. And same with same with Leo uh, with your writing. I think you have uh, a knack for it and you guys both do a really good job at that. And it's it's really cool. I I hope I um kind of come across something like that that comes naturally. Right now, it's kind of a, a mix up between like editing and um to to an extent writing. I was always regarded as like a, a really good writer in school, but um I haven't dabbled in like writing any scripts or anything. Uh, but this podcast kind of ties into it a little bit with the topics we have to think of and the um like the talking points we go through. So I I do find some interest in that. But um no for sure what you guys have uh, been able so like do creatively is actually pretty motivating even if i don't mention it much and it's just really cool to see how far you guys have come yeah, sorry it's, it's, it's actually very sorry to cut you off it's it's actually very inspirational seeing like your your progression with drawing nick because it it makes me kind of sit here and think like man i gotta, I gotta get off my ass and start writing more because obviously i haven't uploaded a video in like six months hmm. and that i'm solely to blame for it i've tried I've, I've been trying but it's hard and i just need to i need to sit down and just dedicate an entire day to just writing and just get work done yeah, not to get political or anything. I think this is partially to blame because we both work forty to fifty hours a week, five days, or for yeah, forty fifty hours a week, five days a week, and we don't feel like we have time to do anything because we do, but we don't. Yeah, it's just so, because you guys feel like you don't have enough time to enjoy. I stuff. I, yeah. I feel like the the uh like I I don't for lack of a better term, I feel like the system <laughs> our country runs on kind of makes it hard for like people like us, like in the working class, to uh do things outside of you know, working just to make a, a living, you know, it's kind of hard to go outside of that with uh, how much you have to work to make a living. So it, it's hard to find time for it, even for this podcast. It's, it's been weeks, like Leo mentioned uh, at the very beginning. But um, I, I do want to get more, uh, what's the word, a lot more productive and a lot more um, use out of my time with the days I do have off and like, you know, when I'm not at work to try, try to do something like literally, I don't care fucking anything, whether it's taking editing a step further, trying out music finally or writing, like actually writing. Uh, I, I do need to like, do something. Cause I see like, for example, like Nick and yeah, you know, I see a, a, some other people I follow, uh, doing things like, um, there's some other guys in our little cod scene who, uh, like have a band together and I see, you know, other people like Etsy, for example, streaming and Nick was drawing and it, it's motivating, but, uh, it's it's also an eye opener to see like how poorly I'm managing my time. Yeah, it's just, uh, yeah. When our when our jobs get done exploiting us, we get home and we're tired. With the little free time we have, we can't decide if we want to do something productive or relax or fun. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's uh, the, that's the exact rut I'm in right now. I want to get home. Like, when I get home, I want to uh just sit down and watch YouTube for three hours or or watch a show on my TV or just whatever the fuck. Uh, it, it's a little difficult. Uh, but sorry, were you gonna say something, Nick? But I appreciate the kind words, too, dudes. And I, th- I think it's awesome, Leo, that you want to take like a, uh, like take some time to like you know, uh, put some, uh, take a day to put some more time into you know trying to write. Uh, and like remember what I talked about earlier, how you know like this isn't the same thing. Like like obviously in your case it's fine, but like about that whole thing where like what you love to do shouldn't be forced. But yeah, there definitely is a difference when like you don't have a lot of time. Like I think it's awesome that you're gonna take a day and then, uh. To, to just put more time into it because uh you know hopefully it'll give you that push that you need for when you do have time then you will you know 
you'll you'll have that little spark of motivation that you need to actually get something done you know yeah i think that's awesome and uh so to go into our next question so there's there's two things that brought pretty much our entire friend group together at least uh at least back in 2016 when i met cody and rashad and all those guys uh we we shared a common uh interest well two common interests it was anime and call of duty and uh oh man i guess the one thing that has remained mostly consistent i guess i guess i mean i guess both of them have remained slightly consistent but it's anime anime the topic of a lot of our conversations even though rashad has kind of like slightly ditched it over the past year he's he's trying he's trying to get back i i i need to to continue i i picked it back up picked up picked up the anime grind a little bit ago and i dropped it again i need to get back on it but it is a work in progress but but anime is something that you just got into recently nick yeah and uh man have man have i consumed a decent amount in a in a in the short amount of time uh there are periods of time where I like will start watching a show, for example, the show I'm watching right now, uh, where it just will take me a second. To, it'll take me a while to just you know get it going and get a lot of episodes out. But I think I've definitely consumed a good amount of it. Uh, and I got into it in May. If you look at you know my mal, it, it was created in in, a, in a, it, the account was made in May, and so uh, it's only obviously been like a few months. Like uh, what is that, seven months? So, but I think uh, I am pretty happy with how much of it that I've uh, I've seen. Um, in that amount of time, because uh, you know, I kind of see what I've been missing out on, and you know how much uh, stuff like that can affect you. Like it, as as nerdy as it sounds to say, but it, it'll it'll it's like the same as like a you know like your favorite movie or whatever. It's just a, a medium that you know just sort of has that ability to leave a really good impact on you. So I'm very happy that I got into it. And that that leads perfectly into my question: uh, It's why you started watching anime, and how has it affected you? Like, is there anything that anime has taught you? Well, aside from, you know, obviously all of our friends and you guys recommending it to me, um, it was it's kind of the same reason that I told you a while ago why I got into Star Wars. It was one of those things where, like, I don't want to miss out on this huge thing that everyone loves because it's obvious everyone loves it for a reason. Uh, so that's why I watched all the Star Wars movies is because, you know, everyone loves it. I don't want to be that guy that's left out. Well, that that's not why. It's just because I, I want to love something. I want to love it as much as, as the next guy, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you, you, it's part of it is like you see a lot of these people connecting over this uh, this one type of media or this topic or whatever, and you see uh, how it positively impacts relationships, and you kind of want to do that because, you know, it might pos- positively impact the relationships you have with other people, like us. You watching Star Wars kind of brought us together a lot earlier in the year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, it's that, uh, it's like you said, it's like that common interest that we can, that we can share. So, uh, yeah. It's it's like it's like a combination of recommenda- uh, people recommending it to me and me just wanting to get into it because uh, well one I always enjoyed drawing that stuff so I thought that was pretty cool you know obviously I love um, you know Jap- the Japanese style of uh, you know how they do their art over here is it's drastically different from the Western you know like how we saw cartoons growing up um, yeah uh, how uh, animated shows would be you know it's way different and I, I always loved the way it looked in uh, in Japan um. And it, yeah, and then like I said, it was just me uh, wanting to get into it because so many other people loved it. And uh, if I had to say how it impacted me, uh, it's definitely had a uh, had. Uh, it's hard to put into words, but it definitely had a a, a positive, very positive impact on me. Uh, it obviously helped me realize that I wanted to do something uh, when it comes to animation. I think that is easily the biggest thing that it's done for me. Uh, when I go to school, I don't care if it's for like, uh, I don't know, like some cartoons or something like that, but 
after watching those shows and watching videos on YouTube about people who actually do stuff like that in that field where they animate shows like that, it made me realize that I would love to do something at least a little close to that. And I think that that's the biggest thing that it's done for me, and I'm very happy that I got into it. Cheers, man. Yeah, that, that's the thing I love anime the most for. Like, some of the most, actually, no, not some of the most, I'd say the most influential pieces of media I've ever consumed are definitely, like, anime. Like, of course, like, Clan Ad and the Pecker of Sakura. So, like, those are, like, my top two. And those have, like, God, like the things like those and like those two anime alone have taught me and like made me feel it's just like un- it's uncomparable to anything else i've ever consumed yeah uh, even though i'm not as active with anime anymore uh, obviously a lot of the the recurring themes and the anime i've seen and uh just the emotion uh put through like with those uh pieces of work it's still i would say has had a pretty big influence on my life and just you know the way i look at things because it's just like watching a really cool uh like, or like a really deep like movie or like tv series or whatever that has uh emphasis on you know a lot of a lot of things with relationships or um or for lack of a better term just like more serious aspects of your life that uh will you know affect you in the long run and anime focuses heavily on that at least the ones that we watch so uh even though i don't watch it much anymore just having uh that background of seeing some of those uh, shows that you talked about or and those like it is uh it's it's nice because I, I have a little bit more you know perspective on uh you know how life can be because a lot of these characters in these anime or shows or whatever i'm watching uh have lives much different than mine and especially in these anime so uh like for example like a silent voice in that movie uh the protagonist in that film had, had a really rough life he had depression and it was just his life was a fucking mess and seeing uh his progression throughout that movie and just seeing others like that character uh kind of opened my eyes a bit and it's it's really cool to live in a time where i can consume media like that that kind of teaches me something that's yeah. a, that's another thing that anime can do for you like it or that you know media of that sort is that uh, you know the scenarios that the writers come up with in the shows uh may relate a little to what you may be going on with in life and it, it, it as nerdy as it sounds you know something like that could like it like an, an episode of anime could help you realize how to handle something that you're dealing with in real life you know yeah even if it doesn't, at the very least, it it makes you feel like you're not alone. You know. Another little thing I appreciate uh, I appreciate about it is uh, uh, this is just tiny. It's not really significant. It, it has to do with um, uh, me appreciating you know sort of like Japanese culture. I think that's great. Like uh, I remember seeing like I saw someone tweet. It was like this tweet that blew up and it was really funny. Someone said like when I see like a, a beautiful picture of landscape in the U.S., it's like damn I sleep. And then I see some beautiful landscape in Japan and his eyes. <laughs> oh, open. it's a nerd with the beard. Uh, sh- yelling over it. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it's just funny. Uh, that, that's a little thing that I also love, but it also helped me realize that I uh, also think Japanese culture is like the coolest thing ever. And yeah, that's a that's just one little thing that I love about it. Oh, well, um, I guess since Leo sleep, I'm going to ask you, uh, what is your favorite anime and, uh, what's the reason that it's your favorite? Ooh, okay. So, uh, I think definitely, uh, I think there's kind of a tie. There definitely is kind of a tie between the first two that I ever watched. Uh, well, I mean, no, or the first, some of the first that I ever watched. Uh, the first, uh, anime really thing that I ever watched was, uh, Your Name, uh, the movie. I mean, obviously, you know, the first time you watch something, it, it's going to, uh, gonna stick out a little more than like everything else you watch along the way because uh i I watched it because everyone said that it was just a phenomenal movie and man it was i personally Mm -hmm. have never cried to a movie before and that was the first time that it ever happened i thought the story was awesome and yeah same i think about the crying part (laughs) yeah and then uh 
I think the next would definitely have to be Bunner Girl Senpai. And I think that I like them both for the same reason, just because of their ability to bring out raw emotion. It was unreal. It wasn't like anything I've ever seen. You know, I've seen, obviously, growing up in the U.S., there are so many things that people bring up about crying, especially when it comes to movies like, you know, the generic answers like uh, The Notebook or The Titanic or anything. And yeah. seeing those <laughs> movies growing up, they just never really did it for me. Like, yeah, it's sad and it's heartbreaking, but I, it just never pushed me to the point where I had to cry. But I don't know how they did it, but the movies, but, but uh, Your Name and Bunny Girl Senpai, just, they just did it to me. And uh, I think it, what stuck out to me the most was just, again, just that ability to just really pull it out of you. And just, you know, those gut-wrenching parts of the movie. It was, yeah. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with the, the emotion part. And it's so strange to me that I'm just, like, thinking about how you met movies you mentioned before that everybody kind of uh, goes to when they talk about uh, super emotional movies like The Notebook or Titanic or whatever. It's so, like, strange to me that I can, um, like, I'm a lot, like, a lot, by big a big margin, I'm a lot more affected uh, by emotional anime and, um, like, you know, some animated piece of work uh, than real-life stuff. Like, I would, I would think seeing a real person on a screen displaying uh, these emotions would make me, like, feel more than uh, an animation, but it, somehow the animation just makes it so much more intense, and I really don't understand how it's pulled off, but it's, it's awesome. I love it's, it. It's really just paired with the, like... It's just obviously the performances because like obviously Japanese voice actors, they put a lot like a shit ton of emotion into their to their performances. And it's paired with the visuals, which are always like stunning. And then, of course, the music, too. I mean, like, uh, I mean, obviously, like, that's the case for like every sort of media. But I feel like with the uh, with Japanese media, especially like an anime, it's just, it's like it's just like on another level. <laughs> it can be exaggerated easier because it's all fictional. And, you know, yeah. like it, it, you couldn't say it's that big of a gap because with technology, you could exaggerate a, a live action movie as much as you wanted. But like, I don't know. There's just something that they have that just really, really pushes it. Yeah. I think part of it, like you just mentioned the technology aspect, um, you can only do so much to a, a recording of, you know, like re- real footage uh, to make it intense or whatever. But I feel I actually, now that I think about it, it kind of makes sense how the, how it's pulled off in uh, these animations uh, because in an animation you can kind of with if, if there's the like proper funding with the you know with the right amount of money and with the right tools and the right creators they can make anything like it can be perfect they can uh, modify it however much they want to uh, put out exactly what the creator had in mind but either way anime is fucking awesome and I kind of hate how I've been neglecting it but I will always appreciate it no matter what if I'm watching it or if I haven't watched it forever I my appreciation for anime will always be there for sure I'll say if there's one scene in a live action film that will make me feel the way like an anime can it's definitely uh, a certain scene from The Rise of Skywalker people can say whatever they want about that movie I understand it's, oh, not, it's yeah. not a perfect movie uh, I still like it for for what it is and uh, I'm sure you guys will you'll know exactly it's the, the scene uh, when it was after it was when they're when Ben and Ray were fighting on the Death Star. Yep, Han and Ben. Yes, that scene. That yep. that scene, man. Oh my God, it's just it's perfect. That scene is perfect. <laughs> yeah, no, I I I can vouch for that one. Um, if I had to think of one scene and all of a sudden I'd, I'd have to think about it for a little bit. Sorry about that. Uh, but I know exactly why that uh, that scene strikes you uh, a certain way, and I respect it, especially as a Star Wars fan. Uh, but I guess Nick, if you had to pick one uh, scene from like a live action movie or show that would make you, you know, feel that level of emotion, uh, what would you say it would be? Mine is so nerdy, man. Uh, the Theory of Everything, Stephen Hawking's. Uh, it's not even like okay. 
that's a fantastic movie. Yeah. So uh, I yeah. have not seen it. <laughs> the Theory of Everything, the autobiography of uh, of Stephen Hawking. Uh, the scene where he earns his PhD, uh, where they address him as doctor, uh, that scene actually made me tear up. Uh, it's funny because there's other scenes, um, like the scene where, hi- where him and his wife divorce, like that's really emotional and. I feel like if you were to ask uh, most people who've seen that movie what scene, if, if they cried to it, what scene made them cry, it would probably be that one. but Or the ending. But for me, it was that scene because, I mean, this is a dude who just got diagnosed with, you know, like he was essentially told that he was going, you know, I mean, he was told that he was going to die, right? Like, you yeah. don't got long, bro. Like, that's sorry, game over. And then for him to just not give up and continue working, and, you know, obviously it stuck with me a lot because I was a physics nerd too. Uh, and then after the professors had read his, uh, had read his, has have read his reports, his book, and read his theory, um, and then at that last part where they address him as doctor, I don't know, it just hit me because you know he had achieved, you know that's something. If you're a physics nerd, becoming a doctor, uh, in physics is, or uh, become earning your PhD is something that you dream about, you know, and it, just the way they delivered it in the moment, it was so special because this is you know a broken man. Who, or or who should be broken? Who just didn't stop working and achieved yeah. what he was ultimately like he, he, wanted to achieve. It was after after receiving the, pretty, uh, arguably the worst news of his like actually the worst news of his life. Yeah, he continued. Uh, he he decided to continue on with his studies. Yeah, and, and the, the achieve what he, he what he worked so hard for all all those years. Yeah, and then to, and, and you know off. it paid off definitely because of the impact that he left on the world of physics. It was awesome. Easily, you know, most defining physicist, the the biggest the, the defining physicist of our generation. It's awesome to see somebody with uh, with like that condition still form that amazing legacy. So I mean, it's not sound cliche or anything, but um, it, he kind of sh- like showed the world that you can have something in life that just sets you back further, like really far back from everyone else. But if you stay persistent and you keep chasing your passion, uh, you can do it. Yeah, it's cliche as fuck, but yeah, the all fact you that need he was possible. able to form. Yeah, the fact that he uh, was able to form that legacy uh, with that condition and he, knowing his um, the time frame he had, it's really motivating to see that. And sometimes I kind of lose sight of scenarios like that. So maybe it makes me think, you know, my life isn't that bad. <laughs> yeah. Life's still pretty bad, though. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it is. Uh, when I'm at work, life is pretty bad. But Damn. I talked about <laughs> that enough. Dude, like nine hours. Fuck off. <laughs> Dude. Uh, anyway, uh, I guess we're kind of like done uh, for now about the uh, the media aspect of uh, this episode, unless we circle back to it in another subject. Uh, but I think one thing that's really, I guess, I don't want to say abrupt, but uh, like Leo and I, we have known each other for like four and a half years, which is wild to me. But Coming like it's been five years. Yeah, it's it's been almost five years. Uh, we met in a little cutscene. I think we talked about it before in one of the other two episodes. Uh, but how us three specifically came together uh, as a friend group is really interesting because I know uh, Nick and I and Leo and Nick, we've been mutuals on Twitter because that's what we all use uh, for years now. Probably I think Nick and I, like late 2016 or like early 2017, it's been a long time. But I never actually started talking to Nick regularly until like earlier this year like i i guess it kind of started a year ago in december when he started watching uh, star wars and that kind of brought us together uh but especially like going into like january february of this year uh we started talking a lot more and a lot of it i i did mention was due to having a big common interest being star wars and uh anime to an extent with leo even more so and uh 
it's really cool to uh to see how those things can bring us together and nick i kind of just want to ask you your um i guess your perspective on that because if like how do you how do you think uh we would be now in terms of like friendship uh had you like not watched star wars or like got into anime and uh like use that to kind of get to our friend group like i kind of sometimes i think about like if we would be talking nearly as much as we do now but i don't know it's it's strange i just kind of wanted to know uh how you think we would stand i guess if we didn't have these common interests <laughs> uh i honestly think that i think we'd still be friends had we not had these common interests like uh um I could see us still being as close as we are today. I mean, common interests aren't like everything, but like I think that definitely was uh they definitely what what gave us like a little uh initiative when it came to becoming friends. Um I think the biggest thing that uh, allowed us to get closer was our friend group shifting and, you know, us three kind of sticking together through that cuz obviously there was there was some, you know, people go here, people go here. It just happens naturally, you know, when yeah, friends yeah, shift, sure. when friend groups just like shift a little bit and people end up talking to other people. Uh that's definitely what happened with me to you guys. I just, uh, when I met you guys, I would just kind of join only because we had mutual friends. I didn't talk to you guys as much, but um, if we had other friends here that I talked to all the time and you guys were there too, I would still join. And I guess it had to do with them not getting on as much and us continuously getting on as uh, on Discord and talking as much as we normally did. That's what kept us. Um, but um, there really is no telling if I didn't get into Star Wars and anime, if we would be as close as we are i think if i had to honestly answer i would say i think we still would be uh would be friends maybe we wouldn't have as much common ground like maybe we'd have like way different interests like i'd be oh man that'd be crazy yeah uh we would definitely have much different interests because i mean it's like you guys like obviously you know star wars and anime and then what would what would it be for me like if i yeah, never I got if i never got into anime it would still be physics and then i would pr have probably still gotten into basketball and we'd be drastically different <laughs> Yeah, and I'm trying to think of uh <laughs> of like how our conversations would go if uh you didn't like watch anime and watch Star Wars and like kind of uh like I guess have some overlap with our interests. I can't really imagine getting on Discord with Nick or talking to Nick in general and having him like just not have any knowledge of Star Wars or not care about anime or like not draw anime characters like every fucking day. Like that's just so weird to me. <laughs> and yeah, that's only been a recent thing. Yeah, it's so it crazy, like how different. how recently Nick like, usually came into our friend group, but it kind of feels like you've been here like since like the beginning. Yeah, it, it's it's also wild to think about like how like the reason why Rashad and I became close is the same reason why you the same reason you became close with us. It's like uh, exactly. friend group shifting. Yeah, friend group drifting away is basically what did it. Yeah, it's just crazy. Like I didn't think like what was it like yeah four years ago when Rashad and I started like getting real close. I didn't think he'd end up being like essentially my like my creative partner. You know. Yes, sir. <laughs> Well, your creative partner isn't creative at all. I'm just letting you know right now. Well, I mean, this is this is technically creative. Okay, well, uh, that that's kind of um, all I really wanted to ramble on about with because I, I think that's kind of um, uh, something I I feel obligated to talk about when we have any guest on about how we became friends and all that. And I think with Nick, it's really different because if we get another guest on here, it's most likely somebody we've been talking to regularly for a lot longer than Nick. But Nick and us have achieved the same level of. Uh, of like i guess intimacy as friends in a much shorter amount of time i just think it's really interesting because that was brought about by those common interests that we just talked about for so long uh but that's kind of all i had to uh to add to the whole um like how we came together and uh interest things uh did you guys want to talk about uh, like anything else relating to that no i kind of got a i kind of got a bomb to drop on nick 
Oh God. This is this is, is kind of a tough question. It's kind of a <laughs> that's why I say it's a bomb. But what are so what is what is your plan right now? Like when it comes to like basically the plan for your life. Like, uh, what's your your general plan for the next like say three to five years? Like school, like your life in general, and like work and all that. Uh, definitely. You definitely just answered the question. I think I'm just putting it really all into school and seeing what I can do with uh. Uh, what I can do with my major and land a job in that. So obviously, you know, we just most of what we talked about is what I've been doing. Uh, you know, drawing is probably the biggest thing. And, you know, I want to make something out of that. So if I had to say for the next three to five years, uh, I would definitely just, you know, keep the job I have now, obviously just because you need some some source of income to, you know, pay for school if you're going to do something like that. And the plan is to get through school. Uh, and I personally, I'm so excited for school. I'm not really one who tends to think of things like school negatively, like all oh, the work. Uh, it's going to be such a drag. <laughs> and I'm going to be so stressed. That's not the mindset I want to have going into it. I exact am... reason why I didn't go to school. <laughs> why reason why I didn't go to school past high school? Obviously, of course, I fucking graduated. Yeah, and I, that's why I dropped out. I'm just excited. Uh, well, it's not just because I'm a nerd for stuff like for like you know academics or anything like that. It has to do with just the big picture in mind that I just, you know, at the end of the road, I could end up doing something that I love for the rest of my life. And I'm excited to, uh, yeah, I'm excited to take the classes, but not because of the nature of the class. I'm excited, not because of the nature of the class. I'm excited to take the classes because of where it will get me. I'm excited to get through school and uh, end up going, uh, graduating from my university and hopefully just landing a job and something that has to do with what I love, which is drawing or if it's animating or anything like that, I would just love that. And, so my plan is to just keep my job, get through school, and uh, hopefully land a job in that field so that I can, you know, spend the rest of my life doing with whatever I want. And I would love a girlfriend. <laughs> wait, I'm going I'm to leave that. Wait, wait, I'm going to leave that just cherry on top. I'm confused. What about ND? Huh? ND's nuts, bitch. Beast. Fuck, I got him. I got him. I got him. I had to do it. I actually did not see that one coming. Beast. <laughs> fucking owned i had to get you on the on the first episode you're on bitch you're so stupid nice you got owned by a hamster how do you feel by a fucking hamster yeah we i, I think i think we mentioned this like on the first episode but fucking rashad's discord uh profile uh his he has a gif as his profile picture and it's the fucking hamster with the ceiling fan behind him <laughs> and it's, it's spinning every time i talk so he got fucking owned paid five dollars to turn the fan on yeah, I got to keep the homie cool, man. It gets hot sometimes. I thought that was going to be a tough question for you, but it turns out it wasn't at all. He kind of, yeah, it was actually like for Nick is, I think, the only person will ever ask that question to on this podcast. And that will actually have a straightforward answer. <laughs> I really wish I had your mindset when it came to school because I'm just the exact opposite. Like I, <laughs> I, I dread all the work and like because when I was in high school, all I was was stressed all the time. And obviously, like I, I still carry that stress with me in my daily life as an adult, as a functioning member of society. I could only imagine if I was in school, I'd be a fucking mess. As if I was, as if I'm not a mess already. Uh, <laughs> I think it's I think different with for me. Everyone. I was kind of, I was kind of like tucking away the stress in high school, but it really translated to my life and came out when I uh, started college, uh, in my first year of college, and I just didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. And now with the pandemic, especially, and just being so unsure, I just kind of dipped out of that because I feel like. I'm wasting a lot of my time, but uh, it's just so like I'm so uncertain about school because I'm I might go back for like there's some things I could go back to it for for like uh like audio engineering classes or um and something like that I think that's 
one of the few things I'd go to it for in the next few years. But uh, I definitely think going from high school to college is when I started to get scared <laughs> about my future. Yeah. Nick, Nick, I could definitely see you like landing a job in like your your field like so easily. Like, okay, like back when I was looking for jobs, okay, back when LA was like on the table for the move, uh, at, at least like when it was like my my primary option when I was like heavily think considering it, I was looking at jobs out there, and a lot of them like there's a lot of cause, like there's a lot of studios out there looking for like animators and like artists and stuff like that. And I feel like once like once you get your like degree and all that, I feel like you could easily land a job out there and doing like what you love professionally. That's because you're motivated. Just the sort of what if factor. Yeah. Yeah, and I kind of the the what if factor for me is uh, like the only thing I have going right now is uh, my knack for editing. Right now, it's just video games, but I do want to ex expand it out to to other shit because uh, although sometimes like any hobby, it can feel uh, demotivating and just like just feels like shit sitting there just doing whatever it is. Uh, but Sometimes I have a hell of a lot of fun with editing because it's one of the very few things I can pour a lot of creativity into and uh, just pour a lot of time into. And whenever I see the final product, I'm with certain like in some scenarios, I'm like so fucking proud of it. And that's the feeling I do want to get out of uh, whatever I end up to, uh, doing. I don't want to ramble on too much about this because I said we talked a lot about this in, in the first couple episodes. Um, but that that's definitely like the the biggest uh i guess the biggest thing i take home from the whole uh editing part of it uh with just satisfaction i feel with the final product and i do want to get more more hobbies that give me that feeling and maybe you know translate them to a career someday it would be nice like maybe this podcast who fucking knows yeah that's like that's exactly how i feel when it comes to writing like it, i don't like the feeling is so good when i'm writing and i can i can see what it's becoming like clearly like i have a clear vision in my head of what it's going to be like when I like record it and you know speak it, you know, and it's like just yeah. there's no better feeling than looking at a finished script that's like fully revised and everything. And I, I look at it and I say this is perfect, like and I can it's ready, you know. That's the best. Yeah, feeling. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm sure um, that continues on when you uh when you add the like you know when you record and add the commentary over it and you put the uh the scenes you want over it and the the overall like feel you get uh when you see the the final thing. It's it's really fulfilling, you know, when you nail it yeah i just need to i just need to do it more i mean yeah me too with the whole editing thing and kind of exploring more hobbies but um you've heard me talk about that enough if you've watched this pod or if you've watched wow if you've listened to this podcast at all so i'm gonna shut up about it it's okay and uh, i mentioned i mentioned la and uh that happens to be where we're, where we're going next year or at least that's the plan uh provided the world uh allows it uh that's where we're heading out there next year to to meet up with, with all the boys and they yeah, concluded awesome yeah it, i'm really excited for that i i do think uh what fail safe we can use as a as a backup um maybe is uh if the world is still in shambles and it's not safe for us to all go la it would suck but the three of uh three of us or i guess uh, well technically four of us i don't know why i'm saying three uh leo me you cody and robert will already be in vegas and if nick wants to just come over bro we could just have a hell of a weekend yeah, the dude. house of the boys. That would be awesome. Yo, Nick, we'll fucking get an air mattress for you, bro. You can come spend the summer with us, bro. Uh, dude, nice. Oh God, come on, bro. <laughs> this dude said air mattress for you. Thanks, man. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, bro. Oh, I think we're getting you a fucking bed. <laughs> nah, loser. Bro, you're, sitting, nah. you're sleeping on the air mattress, dog, in the fucking <laughs> living room. Yeah, no, nah, dude's getting the couch, bro. The couch <laughs> slaps, and I don't, I don't think you should complain about that. 
I'm excited for all that stuff too next year. Yeah, big moves being made. Yeah, ho- hopefully LA can actually happen. I hope the world allows it, uh, allows us to do it safely. Um, I guess. But when we went to um to LA last year for Anime Expo, I, Anime Expo was really cool. It was especially in the point where I was taking like a little hiatus from anime. So obviously I wasn't as huge about it as uh, the other guys were, but. Going around LA and like you know when we watched uh, Spider Verse because it was the weekend it came out. It wasn't Spider Verse. Uh, huge theater, huh? It's far from home. Not far from home. My bad. I don't know why I said Spider Verse. Um, uh, but seeing seeing that, my bad, bro. But seeing that, uh, the weekend it came out with the boys and you know the huge movie theater in LA and just walking around and seeing how just how different the city is from home. It was really awesome, and I do want to uh, visit again, um, next year. You know, if the world allows it. So that's definitely the goal, but. I guess if that can't happen, uh, we can just have a meet up with the boys in the house in Vegas. Hopefully, please. I I loved that LA trip so much. That was de- easily the best week of my fucking life. Like it was my first time ever. It was my first. It was Probably my first same. for everything. It was my first time going on like a vacation ever because obviously my my family has never been able to afford a vacation. So that and that was something that I paid for all by myself. So it was great. It was my first time ever being on a plane. First time ever really even. I mean I've been outside of the state of Illinois. I've been to like Indiana and stuff like that but i'd never like you know like been that far away from home before in my life (laughs) and it was a brand new place and a place i've never seen before like at least not in person like man california is a beautiful place (laughs) and i I it it. is it was a a best the best place to experience with like your your best friends in the world and like yeah Yeah, definitely the first time obviously to some extent so good too he was a beast (laughs) yeah i agree vincent was awesome obviously to some extent everybody uh appreciates you know beautiful scenery when it comes to you know how some cities look everyone appreciates that to a certain extent but i think uh one cool thing is that me, me and leo tend to talk about it more than uh, most people in our friend group and uh i can say the same thing uh when it comes to uh appreciating um you know trips like that just because as someone who doesn't travel much that's like my favorite that's like one of my favorite things just being somewhere new uh and just being able to admire how beautiful the place looks man that's something that's what really excites me about the trip next year yeah that was my favorite yeah. part about the, the the short weekend trip i took earlier this year uh, over the summer i went in a i i was very safe i was very safe I, I took all the necessary measures i was uh i hadn't been at work for like two weeks at that point i was isolated from everybody i kind of stood in my room for a long time like as i do uh, I, I flew to boston for a weekend to go hang out with uh with jim and that was great it was nice seeing another new place another new city that i'm not familiar with it was nice to get away you know it was and that was great i, I love traveling <laughs> Fuck you guys. That's why I'm going. I don't give a shit about you guys. What? what? Just kidding. I'm hyped. Hyped for everything, especially to meet yeah. you guys. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm, I'm really excited, and I hope our, I hope our plans are able to, uh, to be executed how we plan for them to be uh, in the future. But that, it's where we've never seen the state of our country being this weird. So who, who knows <laughs> what it's gonna be like? But. I still like to hold on hope for this because uh, last year I I got to get like a taste of it with the LA trip and I really just want to be able to uh, bre- uh, excuse me to branch out and uh, have more of those experiences because it's really awesome meeting up uh, with your online friends because although I, I do have you know a couple people in real life I I do keep up with and uh, you know talk to and still like keep that connection over time by far the most relatable and the most uh, caring and just overall really awesome people I've met are over the internet. And I do uh, want to continue uh, that habit of meeting more people and just having this be more of a real thing rather than just talking to people on Twitter and discord and shit. 
Yeah. And I guess that's where we'll end the uh, third episode of the podcast. Uh, we So the plan is to record another one before the end of the year. But don't hold us to that. Uh, we're going to try. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, us having a guest on here. Again, uh, it's our friend Nick uh, as, as a guest on the third episode here. And we plan to bring some more people on every now and then just to uh, spice it up a little bit and get some uh, different perspectives and ideas uh, on the on the uh, podcast. Uh, but that's about it. Nick, did you uh, have anything to add here to the, the outro, bro? You want to say anything? Uh, not really. I guess just wanted to say thanks for having me on because I actually really enjoy doing stuff like this. I, I like being involved. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. You will definitely be back. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was nice having Nick, and um, uh, hopefully we'll have some more guests on here soon. And uh, that's all we have uh, today for the episode. So uh, thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you in the next one.